with cystic fibrosis. We've come a long way over the years, but there is still no cure or control for this devastating fatal disease. Every dollar raised brings us closer to a world without cystic fibrosis. But we do need your help. Support the walk to make cystic fibrosis history. Register yourself or pledge your support for a team of participants. And help us find a cure for cystic fibrosis. You should expect to take the occasional fall when you are paddleboarding, so always have your tether attached. If you lose your balance, aim for the side so that you fall into the water. To get back on your board from the side, pull yourself aboard while remaining in the prone position. Once aboard, reorient yourself so that you're facing the front of the board. Then, using your paddle to brace yourself, get up to your knees and then stand. This is Rogers TV. back this week's think millennial here we are we, we missed a bit of the cue there but that's okay um, thanks patty, <laughs> thanks, patty. Um, we love patty uh, ben i'm matt with matt and today we've got a great show lined up for you we're joined by marcus and rachel uh, so thank you very much for being here Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's a pleasure thank you being so much. Show. Yeah, this is exciting. Great. Both Wait of you. Wait for it. Wait, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It may change by the end of it. I don't know. Sing a whole new tune. Yeah. Um, but uh, Rachel, you played some music for us um, early on that we had featured at the end of our episodes. Yes. And then you were also part of the International Women's Day episode which was very cool, so welcome back. Thank you, it's and really good to be well. here. And, oh yeah, and yeah, Kickback as well. Back. And right. Marcus yeah. was a part of Kickback also, mm -hmm. which was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And that was that was so much fun. Yeah, that was my first yeah. um, millennial appearance. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marcus, so you are the owner of Moksha Yoga Brantford. That's right. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the studio opened in 2015. Um, uh, we, I'm one of 12 instructors that we have along with Rachel. Uh, we've got an amazing staff, an amazing group of people that keep, keep the studio fun. And um, we offer, what we, what we do is we, we teach yoga and a lot of or misconceptions about the practice are out there. Uh, ultimately we teach people how to move their body, mm -hmm. you know, um, that, that sense of suffering that you feel in the body just from time and age and, and going through life, we offer a way of moving the body and practicing uh, a movement-based practice that's unique to a lot of other fitness modalities. And uh, it's, really, it's really nice because it allows the body to work. That's mm -hmm. the best way I can describe it. You know, going through a range of motions for your body so that you know, you're, you're strengthening the areas that might not be as strong. You're uh, stretching and, and kind of lubricating the areas through motion. Um, by, by moving the body in a, in a set sequence of poses or in a set sequence of poses that are uh, put together in a really dance-like format in a flow class. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and then we have some moving meditation classes like our Body Bliss class that's, uh, that's mm -hmm. also a really great offering mm -hmm. at the studio. And then we also teach yin. Rachel is actually our, our main yin instructor at the mm -hmm. studio. I love it. Yeah. yeah, it's such a nice class. A lot of people really take to it. The, the heat's a little bit reduced. <laughs> it's long holds, deep stretches. So it's really nice for the body. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. uh, and actually, something I wanted to go over today was what is yoga? 
You mm. know, yoga is a, a word that's thrown around a lot. Yoga means union. And the union that we're talking about is the union that exists between the body and the mind. You know, as a society, we often disconnect the way that we think and the way that we, we formulate thoughts with the way that we feel physically in our body. But when we start navigating uh, a, a deeper understanding of ourselves, you start to realize that the way that you think has huge implications for the way that you feel. You know, the stimulus of your thought and the stimulus of your environment actually impacts the way that your body responds. You know, you start thinking something that creates arousal, or creates arousal not just in the mind, but it creates in the body. Mm -hmm. You think about something that makes you frustrated or worked up, you know, somebody walks into the room that you're, you're not super keen on, you, f you don't just feel it in your mind, you know, you don't just think about the last time you saw that person and the, the experience of that, but you actually feel it in your body. You know, your body might tense up or tighten up, muscles engage in different ways. So there's a lot of physiological and mental things that happen as a result of the stimulus that exists in our environment. And yoga is the understanding that these two parts are only disconnected when we talk about them. You know, in our day-to-day -day action, in our day-to-day -day lives, the union exists in such a powerful way that there's no real way of separating what's happening in the mind, what's happening in the body. Now, this takes some navigating and making sense of, and that's what we do as a, as a studio. You know, we educate people on, on themselves. And ultimately, the reason we do that is to reduce suffering, yeah. you know, to reduce suffering in the body, to reduce suffering in the mind. Mm -hmm. um, the way that we do that in the body is through... Um, is, is by following yoga therapy principles. Mm -hmm. And that's just a really simple way of saying we take the tradition that, that yoga has been, um, been practiced as for thousands of years and we, we kind of wrap that into what we understand about science and biology today so that we're moving through functional movements that are most optimal for the body to help stimulate hormones, to help balance and regulate the different uh, hormones that our body is releasing. We also evoke the parasympathetic response, right? And that's a physiological response and a mental response that has huge implications for the way that you can um, just feel calm, feel relaxed, and be able to manage a lot more on your plate, right? And that's, that goes back to that union of, of the mind, the body connection. Marcus, you talked, you just mentioned parasympathetic mm -hmm. um, response, and maybe there's some viewers who don't know the difference between sympathetic and parasympathetic, which, yeah. I mean, we're all affected by it on a daily basis. Definitely. Some of the hosts don't understand either. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Event. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's a great question. I appreciate you stopping yeah, me there yes. because the autonomic nervous system is the the system in our body that does all the automatic functions. You know, when you put food in your in your mouth and you put it into your stomach, you don't think about digesting the food. Your body mm -hmm. actually takes care of that for you. You know, when you've got a stimulus in your environment that requires you to act really quickly, you don't think about your heart rate increasing. It just happens automatically, right? Palms get sweaty, arms, arms and legs get more blood, they're oxygenated, based on this automatic response, mm -hmm. based on the stimulus. And sometimes that response throws us into a fight or flight response, and sometimes it throws us into a rest and adjust response. And that's that distinction you were talking about. The fight or flight response is that sympathetic response. has huge implications for the way that your body works. Yeah. It takes the, takes the body and it recognizes that in that situation, in that stress response, you need to either fight in that situation or you need to flight in it. So the, the blood flows to your extremities so that your muscles get more plump, you get more oxygen into your muscles so you can respond more quickly. Yeah. The, the parasympathetic response, the alternative response to that is, is recognizing that where you are right now is safe, you can relax, you can mm -hmm. be calm. And so then the blood flows from your extremities into your internal organs so that these are the functions that matter most. And typically, if you see the parasympathetic response is thinking of care of your long-term health, the sympathetic response or that fight-or-flight response is thinking about what's, what's happening right now. How mm -hmm. can I take care of the body right now? And this has huge implications for the brain as well. Right.
Right. And I wanted to add the sympathetic, or sorry, the parasympathetic, that um, kind of opposite of fight or flight, that's associated with learning. You know, mm. we learn under a parasympathetic state. That's when the brain actually changes and grows in a healthy way. That's when we're able, like reproduction is at its like best digestion, um, healing and repairs in the body. So if you think about, you know, yoga as a practice to simply learn ways to shift more towards a consistent parasympathetic state it's it's learning it's mm -hmm. not something we always do naturally when we're not necessarily we're in that go 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 state and unfortunately we have to go 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 <laughs> to break <laughs> i like that that was good uh, so we'll be back after uh, these smooth, commercials smooth, and smooth. we'll continue from there very cool program is brought to you by Rogers Anyplace TV. Enjoy exclusive content for free. Visit RogersAnyplaceTV.com. Sweet on demand. One thing is for sure, they have a coven and they want my baby. You didn't die, you took it! Telephone the police. Tell them there's a suitcase full of money and you don't want it. Do you feel that way, sister? Welcome to the fan. Don't you ever think about belonging somewhere? Price is too high. Are you the author of the plays of William Shakespeare? I am. Then kiss me again, for I'm not this Hollywood Suite on demand. Free with your subscription to Hollywood Suite. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this incident. Waterloo Regional Police are requesting the public's assistance in identifying a suspicious male who is reported to be looking into a private residence on Glamis Road in Cambridge around 10.15 p.m. on February 14, 2018. The suspect is described as a white male between 20 to 30 years old and unshaven. He was dressed in a dark winter jacket with a fur-trimmed hood. Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com. Welcome back. I'd like to just personally say that that was probably the smoothest transition <laughs> that we've had yet. We were about on, 30 episodes good. deep or so, and it that was, was good, probably yeah. the smoothest even, one. Even Dave liked it. Oh, thank you, Dave. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Darkness are like a pro. <laughs> My I'm TV mentor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, to get back into what we were talking about, um, we were talking with Marcus and Rachel about the parasympathetic response. Nice. So, Rachel, did you want to kind of continue that sure, conversation? Sure, let's just go, go, go with it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, parasympathetic response is where 
when you feel rested, you're calm, you're able to listen and absorb information, you're able to digest food. And this is optimally where our body can land in really healthy balance on all levels, our mind and our emotions and our physical body. Um, flight or fight response, super useful when we needed to literally fight and run. Mm -hmm. Today, an example of where the fight and flight response kicks in constantly might be an office environment. You might have a coworker mm. who's really lazy and is playing on the cell phone all day and your boss puts an extra load of work on your desk. That one day, okay, you're able to adapt and absorb that added thing onto your list. You have a slight lift in your stress response, but you're able to cope that one day. Mm -hmm. Over time, if you consistently have a coworker who's slacking, lazy, and your boss is piling, 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 and giving you all the slack because your coworker is actually the boss's son, mm -hmm. that creates, <laughs> you can't say anything. <laughs> we all know, we've all been there. Um, that's, it creates what would, it's a stimulus, like Marcus spoke to, a stimulus in your environment that creates a chronic lift in your stress mm -hmm. or sympathetic response. Mm -hmm. And that has huge implications for the body in what we could look at in a physical, like under a microscopic way, and it, it's, it's not beneficial. Mm -hmm. It actually chronically can well, lead to dis-ease in the body. And we now know that a lot of diseases are linked very heavily mm -hmm. to stress. So one of the most powerful ways, and this is a top researcher, is a doctor and researcher that I heard recently just say this, and Marcus, I've heard say this several times, is one of the best ways we can simply shift the body back to is parasympathetic state, better than medications in the moment is by a deep breath. Mm a deep breath because you can't exist in a parasympathetic and a sympathetic state at the same time is that right Marcus like you have well, to go either or I would see it more as a sliding scale like I like mm. to see the two as a sliding scale and on the one side of the scale you've got the sympathetic response and on the other side of the scale you've got the parasympathetic right and it's like a pendulum swinging back and forth and so you might be spending some time in that sympathetic or that fight or flight response <laughs> until you take some time for yourself maybe you play with your kids maybe you do something for yourself maybe you meditate or do a yoga class or some other fitness modality mm. and we know that the that the nourishing sense that we get when we go walk in nature or we take a really mm -hmm. strenuous fitness class or whatever it is and it moves us across that sliding scale towards the parasympathetic response right when you see it as an on or off switch sometimes it can be really quite challenging to determine you know which which response is, is the one that I'm fueling or which response is the one that I'm in mm -hmm. but you can often see which response you're fueling you know and what's really cool about these responses is that as you exercise the capacity to strengthen the the parasympathetic response you can do that it's like a muscle that you're exercising but the caveat of that is that you can also strengthen the stress response you know and this mm -hmm. is where a lot of people run into problems you know you mentioned mentioned office workers you allow the stimulus of your environment whether it be the office whether it be your day job whether it be managing the mm -hmm. things that are on your plate and you allow that to continually build, the stress builds, you can feel it. And the way that you can feel a stress response physiologically is often in your chest. 
you ever have that sensation of feeling over acid, acidic in your stomach or you mm -hmm. feel like food is kind of just sitting there like a tight knot in your stomach? Yeah. That's your body recognizing that right now the thing that you need to address is the stimulus of this this thing that's threatening you. Mm, no, yeah. what's problematic is that oftentimes that thing that's threatening you isn't a bear in the forest. It's not an actual physical <laughs> threat. It's usually actually more just the compounded stress of feeling like you're missing out on an event mm -hmm. that you just found out on your phone or, or feeling like you've got a, a to-do list that's never-ending mm -hmm. and it's, it's daunting and overwhelming. Or finding out some information about your life or about a loved one that is a lot to handle, a mm -hmm. lot to take in. Right? So as you exercise these different responses, be responsible for knowing that you're moving towards one of these two responses based on what you allow in your life and what, yeah. you, what you choose not to do. And, um, and you really get, I find that I've gotten really deeply connected to where I'm responding when I get more sensitive. And the way that I get more sensitive to those responses is by knowing myself, by practicing this, you know. Mm -hmm. And that's why we call yoga a practice, the union of understanding this dichotomy at play is the practice of yoga right. and that's where mindfulness comes in in a huge way as well it's because breathing has huge impacts for the huge. parasympathetic yeah. response yeah and just the power of taking one deep full attentive breath like noticing how your breath feels in your body finding the top of your breath and the bottom of your breath and it's so simple and I know personally that when I first started yoga, I was a shallow breather for sure all the time and now I will throughout the day routinely habitually take deep breaths and that's just something that I learned I flex that muscle through practice and that's feedback I get a lot from members is that mm. they just they breathe totally differently mm. than they yeah. did before and that's one very powerful and simple way to shift yourself consistently back to homeostasis balance that parasympathetic state that we tend to flourish physically and mentally in right. mm -hmm. and I think that I mean both of, <laughs> both of you have sp spoken about um, yoga in a totally different way than what some people perceive it as. Definitely. We've got about a minute and a half. Yeah. Um, do you want to just talk about maybe some of the misconceptions <laughs> For sure. um, that kind of surround yoga? Well, I know the misconception I had before I got into yoga. <laughs> My background is machining, right? I was yeah. a CNC program for years and, uh, you know, I worked with metal, worked with, with mostly guys. And um, I had a perception as to what yoga was. But I was so surprised, first of all, how, how challenging it was. Mm -hmm. Physi physically, it, it challenged me. And then I realized how weak my lungs were. So what's cool about this practice is that if, if breathing does evoke that parasympathetic response, you can imagine that the strength around the muscles that actually move your lungs that allow your diaphragm to move and expand your chest to make space for your breath, if you exercise those, you actually allow yourself to bring more oxygen to your body. Mm -hmm. And um, so a lot of the misconceptions are around, you know, stretching, that's, that's stretching class. Mm -hmm. You have to be super flexible or yeah. you have to hold a lunge really deep for like Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which which is so far from the truth. It surprises yeah. me that these these misconceptions come up. But I think it was largely advertising. You know, mm -hmm. for, throughout the the late '90s, early 2000s, we got advertised to to no end uh, by okay, by we're gonna head companies. to uh, commercial break. But when we get back, we'll kind of talk a little bit more. Actually, yeah, we're gonna talk a little bit more about that. Okay, yeah. sounds good. Go back. go go. <laughs> go go go. Wednesday. I want you to have high nutrient, high protein foods. Food personality Teresa Albert serves up a garden fresh, healthy breakfast. That's really good. Breakfast at Rosehurst on Rogers TV. Join me on Wednesdays for Lions TV Bingo at 8 p.m. Lots of fun, trivia, and much, much more on Rogers TV.
A properly fitting life jacket or personal flotation device will keep the wearer afloat. Adult flotation devices are fitted by chest size. When fastened properly and lifted, the PFD should not be able to be pulled up past the wearer's nose and ears. With inflatable PFDs, it is a one-size-fits-most. When worn, it is best to leave the straps a little loose, so there's some room if the jacket needs to be inflated. Miles and Elliot were born 13 weeks premature, and they had a tough time in the hospital over their three-and-a-half-month stay, lots of surgeries, lots of concerns. The major one being that they both had bleeding inside their brains, which led to too much fluid accumulation. So we knew that there was going to be challenges for gross motor and fine motor, and we wanted to make sure that they gathered as many skills as they could as quickly as possible. We were lucky they got into kids' ability pretty much right after we got discharged and start being seen by regular therapists who we're still with today. Kids' ability has had a huge impact on our family, uh, the growth that our boys have experienced and supporting them to meet their potential and supporting us as a family as we continue to navigate this journey has just been wonderful. People's donations have really made a difference in not just our kids' lives, but all the kids that come through these doors and all the kids that need the opportunity to come through these doors and get these life-changing therapies. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I'm Ben. I'm Matt. This is this is Matt. He <laughs> forgot his name Matt. for a second. That's okay. That's okay. Sometimes you, you introduce yeah, me. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> fair. Fair point. I'm Ben. This is Matt. And today we're joined by Marcus of Moksha Yoga Brantford and Rachel Senko of Gutsy and Glowing. Uh, so Rachel, do you want to touch on uh, Gutsy and Glowing and tell us about what you do? Sure. I'd love to. Um, Gutsy and Glowing evolved out of this bizarre obsession I've had for a really long time with just the guts and bacteria and microbes mm -hmm. and <laughs> I have my alien scobies at home that make delicious kombucha um, and it's funny it's a, been a really eclectic collaboration just bringing up guts and glowing but it started with yoga it started with mindfulness and um, shifting my body into a parasympathetic state becoming more aware of how I was living um, in my own body every day and just finding solutions to deal with health and um, I came into fermented foods and I started to heal my body through the power of fermented foods and the more research I did I saw how fermented foods the types and varieties of bacteria, yeast and fungus that, fungus that live in your body um, that basically keep you alive every day, how important it is for us to focus on them and nourish them, and how that also plays into our immunity, our hormone health, um, big time our brain health and mm -hmm. so um, yoga and breathing and what we do at Moksha Yoga Brantford is incredibly good for shifting the body to a parasympathetic state minimizing um, our reactivity to stress potentially stressful stimuli but another flip side of that is about how we can also address the gut to shift ourselves back to a parasympathetic state and minimize um, our reactivity and when I say reactivity I mean the freak out stress response to things that happen to us during the day so actually treating your gut can help you deal with life in just a more pleasant and positive platform and um, I'd love to speak more to that 
know, bits, yeah. But that's basically yeah. the gist of who I am. So I love to educate people about all of those things um, in combination with yoga and other just non-toxic lifestyle practices. Mm -hmm. And that's really what Gutsy and Glowing is about. It's about cultivating the terrain of your insides, which is your gut and your mind, so that you can feel good, think good, and go out and do good. So live a really glowing and bright life. Mm -hmm. And I know that when I feel good and think good and look good, I do good mm -hmm. and inspire people around me. And I get the same from people around me who are functioning in that same level. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really cool is just the connection of like you mentioned it earlier, Marcus, of the connection to from the mind and your body. And then just you also mentioned the connection between your mind and then your gut as well. Um, and just how it's almost like it's, it's one. It's one. We're one. There's, you know, there's been a lot of top-down top-down talk about how you know stress affects the body and you know um, things like just a lot of issues in the gut irritable bowel has been linked to stress in the mind and um, for sure for sure stress does have an effect on our physiology and you can see that literally happen on a microscopic level um, chronic stress especially causes what we would say is inflammation in the body mm -hmm. and inflammation is linked to chronic disease so but it's not one way mm -hmm. and it's not simple mm -hmm. but one thing we do know for sure is that 80 percent of your immune system is in your gut and another thing we do know for sure is that um Anxiety disorders, depression, um, ADHD, even Alzheimer's disease, there is a very strong correlation to inflammation in the body and also a link to the diversity of microbes, so bacteria, yeasts and fungus, even viruses that mm -hmm. are beneficial and live symbiotically so they live in a healthy relationship with your cells and benefit you by being in your body. And um, one of the flip sides of that diversity is inflammation is an immune response. So if 80% of your immunity is in your gut and 80% of that immunity is very strongly linked to the diversity of microbes you have in your gut and inflammation and immunity is connected to brain health, then we really need to also look at, you know, we think of stress as something that greatly affects the health of our thought life and the way we mm -hmm. feel, we can attenuate that stress response just like we can with deep breathing exercises and yoga and lifestyle habits. Mm -hmm. We can attenuate that stress response with just treating the gut by right. paying attention to the gut. And from that, there's this incredible feedback loop and it's not necessarily one direction or the other it's one mm -hmm. it's one and there are, I've heard it said it fascinates me but um, there are researchers and doctors who have said that we are our immune system mm -hmm. we are our immune system which well I, yeah <laughs> and to build on what you were saying like I, I know that the last 
uh, time I looked into it, Dr. Herbert Benson from Harvard University was talking about that 50% of doctors' visits right now are related to stress, mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. the implications that come from stress. Because if you think about what's happening in the experience of a stress response, is that your body's thinking about the short term, the immediate presence of what you need to function and do mm-hmm. in, that, in that fight or flight response. Totally ignoring the internal digestion, uh, totally ignoring mm-hmm. the, the acidic versus alkaline balance that exists in your body that needs needs to be regulated, and um, and then it leads to a whole bunch of other implications. You know, when your organs aren't working the way that they optimally could, yeah. you know, for a day or two, it's not a problem. Mm-hmm. In fact, putting yourself in that stress response by choice, by engaging in activities that are challenging for you, it's, it's actually a really healthy thing, yeah. right? But it's the immediacy and the the perpetualness of the nature in which we we treat this response, and and we live in a culture. If you think about it, from 150 years ago, the way that we live is completely reversed. We were far more physically active in our in our physical form right. in our body as human beings, and far less mentally busy. You know, we knew 150 to to 500 people in our community, and we 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 could keep and register all those different relationships. Now we've got. 2,000 people on Facebook, including a bunch of strangers that we meet day to day, and then we we cross paths with people all the yeah. time, just being in a bigger city. And, and to add on to that, we're going to have to hold that. Oh. We'll, be, we'll be right back sure. after this break. <laughs> after the break, we're going to be joined by Lucas and Miles and Charlene to just effing vote. Wednesday. Pests that like tomatoes hate the smell of basil. Learn how to grow a simple backyard garden and turn it into an easy, nourishing, company-worthy breakfast. And that is what develops flavor in your dish. Food personality Teresa Albert serves up a garden-fresh, healthy breakfast. What it does is it sets your blood sugar level for the day and sets you up with the nutrients to go. Breakfast at Rosehurst on Rogers TV. I believe I've been contacted by the Mercedes killer. In the underworld, to be the king, you need to kill the king. You can either help us take them down or go to prison. You with me? No. Emily Carr, painter, about to encounter the force that will consume her life. How tightly they sealed their secrets from me, humble and pleading before the great trees, awaiting the invitation from the spirit to come meet me halfway. Nothing is still now, everything is alive. At last, I knew I must see through the eye of the totem itself. The mythic eye of the forest. Seldom able to live by her brush, before she died in 1945, Emily Carr was in the first rank of Canadian painters. This is my country. What I want to express is here and I love it. Amen.
Welcome back to Just Effing Vote. I am one of your hosts, Lucas Duguid. And I'm Miles Hosey. Thank you very much for joining us. If this is your first time, welcome. Uh, if you're back uh, again, welcome back. Uh, what we're trying to do here, like we're doing with all of these segments, we're trying to encourage you, to enlighten you, to excite you, inspire you, inform you all of the wonderful reasons why you've tuned in, because you want to vote. You're under 35, maybe you haven't voted, maybe you voted once or twice, and you've got questions. Uh, and that's okay. It's all right to not know about some of the stuff. It's complicated, maybe you didn't cover it in school as much as you wanted to, but here we are today and we've got a lot, we're stacked with wonderful people who have come to, to answer some of these questions, these topics that you've brought to us. Um, one of the topics, uh, it's sort of a kind of a, a mixed bag of topics. It's, it's jobs, it's small business, how that weaves into the province uh, with this election coming up, with healthcare. There's kind of a lot to cover here. In, in order for us to do this appropriately, we have brought for you one of the greatest people in this area ever. <laughs> She's one of my favorites, and I mean that. I'm not just buttering bread. Former constituency office assistant, Charlene uh, Nicholson. Thank you very much for having us. My pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. This is very exciting. We have a lot to to, to smack through in about eight minutes. But if if you want to if you want to get us started on voting, jobs, the provincial economy. Sure. So. Why is it important to vote? Um, if you're in business or if you work for a business, it's because I think the province largely dictates to the business owner or to the business how they can be profitable, how they can be sustainable. So an example is the recent piece of legislation, Bill 148, love it or hate it, it's going to affect every worker in the province. It's also perhaps even more importantly going to affect every consumer in the province because it's not just about minimum wage. There were a lot of other regulations in that piece of legislation that people really aren't aware of. So in order for an employer to compensate people appropriately, if you don't have a minimum wage worker on your payroll, the, the grid of all the wages have just automatically moved up because the minimum wage is the baseline right. for how people are paid. So even if you know a business would say, well, I don't pay anyone minimum wage, all my workers are paid more than that, they're going to expect a larger increase because the, the, the baseline has moved. So that in turn affects consumer goods. So a friend of mine went to get her favorite hamburger at a fast food uh, place shortly after New Year's and it had gone up $1. Hmm. Not all because of Bill 148. There are some businesses that are using Bill 148 as a reason to increase prices. But if you're going to a fast food place, if you're going to a restaurant, if you're going to pick up your cup of coffee, Bill 148 definitely has affected uh, the, cons the price that consumers will be paying. As I say, love it or hate it doesn't matter, but you need to be aware of it. This is the kind of issue that people under 35 need to be aware of and need to understand so that when they go to the polling booth, which hopefully they will, they will have at least a cursory understanding of what all the parties believe and what their platforms are because it will affect their pocketbook well, so directly. So I think that's worth emphasizing is that every party is going to have a different approach mm -hmm. to this. Uh, coming up, especially in, in, the, in, in the provincial election. Absolutely. Some, uh, some parties will say it was the absolute right thing to do. Most parties actually, I think, will say it was the right thing to do, it was just too fast. Mm -hmm. um, some people feel it, it should have been phased in so that business had a chance to, uh, to prepare for it. We know there have been job losses already. Uh, we know some prices have gone up. This is the kind of thing, if I was under 35, this is the kind of thing 
I would want to be aware of. Maybe I have small children. Uh, maybe it's going to cost more for hockey or baseball or soccer this year. I need to be aware of that. So, so you mentioned uh, there's actually more to uh, the bill than just the minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Would you like to maybe highlight some of the more important uh, issues involved with that? Um, a couple that I think most people are aware of is there's been an increase in uh, paid sick days that uh, Bill 148 has um, has allowed. So I, I believe it's two additional paid sick days or emergency days that employers pay their employees to take. It's not that employers don't want to do that. They needed more than six months to prepare for that. Uh, you don't do a business plan. You don't do a budget. You know, six months out, you do, you know, one, two, or five year, especially when it comes to capital purchases. So again, that, you know, that has caught some small businesses unaware because they may not be aware of all the regulations because the focus was on the minimum wage. Um, and also emergency call-in or emergency cancellation of a shift. So if you're a, if you're a, a waiter uh, at a restaurant, there's a big snowstorm, um, and you were scheduled to work, the employer now has to pay you X number of hours. Uh, so they're going to call you in whether there's people in the restaurant or not, and maybe you know put you to work doing something else. Again, none of that is bad necessarily, but people didn't have time to prepare for it. And that always sounds like a lot of moving parts. It's a ton of moving parts. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, right right now there's probably people with their heads spinning right now, and, we, and believe it or not, we're, we're down to about two minutes. Um, where, where are we, where are we going to send them for more information about this for right now, just for right now, to figure out what's happened? About Bill 148? Yeah, uh, there's some really good websites. Mm -hmm. um, uh, the Ministry of Labor has a really good website, and it's almost a guide to Bill 148, Fast Facts, Frequently Asked Questions. Uh, you can call uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Um, they have great resources on Bill 148, and I believe there are going to be some seminars and workshops coming up in the community, not just for business owners, but also for employees oh, wow. and also for the consumers. What does this mean to me? Wow. Um, That's great. You know, other things that impact your health care. Uh, one of the most important issues when we're trying to attract business to the community is there adequate health care. What is, uh, you know, do you have a waiting list for family physicians? Will my family be able to get a physician? These are things people tend to not think of when they think of the economy, but it's, it's critical. It's and, the, and they are provincial issues. They are. Wow. They are provincial issues. But every level of government, every level of government impacts every single citizen, every single business in our community. So I think it's overwhelming for people. How do I learn all about the platforms so of, all, of all the different parties? I know. But I think if you were to choose an issue that meant something to you personally or professionally, and maybe just focus on that. That's you know what? That's and, awesome. You know, advice. and do your research. Do your research and then when you go to the polls, you may not have the entire picture, but it's better than sitting at home, honestly, and Thank letting you. someone else dictate to you how you're going to live your professional life, your personal life, and what's going to and municipally what's going to happen in your neighborhood. That the last thing in the world that I ever want to do is cut off Charlene when she's on a roll. It's amazing stuff. Thank you very much. Stay with us. We're going to be back for even more. Please vote for the love of God. Painting. Those wacky improv artists are back. Oh my God! No! 
Theater on the Edge on Rogers TV. Tuesday. Chef D takes you from the farm to the table with delicious meals made from locally sourced ingredients. At home with Chef D on Rogers TV. Launching a canoe from a dock is a simple procedure. The paddle partner should climb aboard by placing one hand on the dock for balance and the other on the outside gunnel of the canoe. Then, you swing the stern of the canoe close to the dock and the stern paddler climbs aboard using the same procedure. Once settled, push away from the dock and paddle away. Mr. Blake. You can't see down with that thing. Mr. Blake. Jacques. What? They're coming. Hold them up. Find something. Jacques, I'm telling you for the last okay. time. Are the Canadians finished? It's plan coming back on the hey, ice. Come on, come on. Give us something, will you? Please, How gentlemen. many stitches? Gentlemen, please. Go, go. On November 1st, 1959, Jacques Plant of the Montreal Canadiens broke with tradition. You're a brave man, Mr. Plant, standing up to him like that and changed the face of hobby forever. Welcome back to Think Millennial. Uh, that was a fantastic segment of Just Effing Vote. Just Effing Vote on June 7th. Thanks, Charlene. Yeah, thank you, Charlene, for, for joining us. Um, and Miles and Lucas, too. Oh, yeah, um, those guys, too. Yeah, those guys, too. They do great, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got, uh, this has been a fantastic show so far. Um, we're joined by Marcus and Rachel, so thank you both very much for being here. Thank um, you, Before we went to the break, before we went to Just Laughing Vote, I'm trying to, like, piece it all together. How am I doing? Mm. Mm, okay, fair enough. We're trying, we're trying to pick it up. Uh, but we're talking about society. Appreciate your honesty, Matt. <laughs> yeah, see, I do too. That's how we grow. That's how we grow. Um, so 150 years ago, we were talking about how society was much more active. Yep. And at the same time, they also had much more, they had more access to fresh food. Yeah. And also fermented foods was a big part of their diet. It was necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You had to be able to preserve your foods. Mm -hmm. And then there were a lot of other differences. You know, the yeah. fact that you're not connected to all the events that you're missing out on. Yeah. You know, 150 years ago, the community. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you knew about the community events. They were a big ordeal, and it would give you the opportunity to connect with other human beings, which mm -hmm. is something that's super important yeah. for psychological health. Big time. Mm -hmm. Community is like one of the number one ways to treats keeping anxiety low stress low mm -hmm. it's like a buffer zone that's and so is fermented foods <laughs> um, big buffer zone yeah. we talked about the fight and flight response and how our mind can easily kick into that zone mm -hmm. and so learning tools that flex the muscle of shifting our body away from that fight and flight into a parasympathetic state um, when we think of stimulus that creates those stresses we can also think 
of looking inside the gut. And um, an imbalanced microbiome actually can stimulate a similar like stress response within, but we're not necessarily aware of it because it doesn't have the immediate emotional, I don't know, what would you call that? Emotional yeah, it's not the same emotional drive, right? So it's not as obvious because it's not the bear in the forest that's like, oh, that's something I gotta pay attention to. And it's almost to. more insidious because um, when your gut is out of disarray, it's chronic, right? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like a chronic stressor and simply by eating fermented foods, just like deep breath and practicing movement or exercise, finding those activities that shift you away from a stress response to a more parasympathetic response. Eating fermented foods, just getting a variety of healthy bacteria, microbes, not just bacteria, but yeast, fungus, and even viruses, there are beneficial viruses that live in our body. Um, getting a healthy diversity of those through fermented foods can actually create a buffer zone. And one very specific example is there are specific bacteria, beneficial microbes that live symbiotically, so in a healthy partnership with your body that produce serotonin. And we all know that serotonin is um, huge for mental health. Um, and beyond that, you know, we really need to look at any tools that we can to help us navigate this crazy society that we live in. Life mm -hmm. is just so busy these days. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm passionate about the gut in combination with everything we do at Moksha Yoga Brantford. What mm -hmm. are some simple ways, like for somebody that's watching, that may want to um, start eating um, fermented foods. What are some of the like first steps for somebody to take? Like, That's what would be great. their first uh, step? Would it just be would it be yogurt, or would it be going to kombucha? Yeah, foods. yeah. I say one of the best ways is to go to the grocery store. You can go to Gutsy and Glowing, and I have a top 10 fermented foods list that you can just go to Goodness Me or even Zares and get them. And even that can be confusing, going to the grocery store and saying, okay, fermented foods, what do I get? Mm -hmm. Should I get pickles? Do these Are these fermented? Yeah. Or, you know, is this fizzy pop fermented? It might say probiotics on it, but is it actually fermented beverage? Mm -hmm. So you can visit Gutsy and Glowing. We have um, kombucha on tap at Smoked Yoga Brantford, more kombucha, it's delicious. So you mm -hmm. can come and take a class and enjoy some booch. We can chat more about <laughs> it then. Uh, or you can come to my workshop at Moksha Yoga Brantford on June 9th. And it's an intro to fermented foods to so give you a lot more information. We don't expect you to understand in completion everything we've talked about today. Um, Marcus and I are really passionate about education mm -hmm. and we want to help you grow your knowledge. And it's about learning those little things you can do. So come to a kombucha workshop or a fermentation workshop, Moksha Yoga Brantford. I'm also doing an intro to gut health with information on fermented foods at Goodness me on May 14th from 6.30 to 8 p.m. And it's just, once again, helping people navigate, how can I go into the grocery store? What foods can I buy if I don't have the time to do it myself at first? Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And yeah. I would, like, both of you are a wealth of knowledge when it comes to taking care of yourself, mindfulness, wellness, just overall. So 
um, you kind of mentioned it already about how people can gain more information from you both, but how can people get in touch with you, Marcus? Yeah, absolutely. It, our, fa our Facebook page often has the events that we're doing, mm -hmm. um, and so that's a really great way to stay connected. Mm -hmm. uh, you can also email us at, at our extension of our website, and our website is mokshiyogabrantford.com. Mm -hmm. uh, the email is info at mokshiyogabrantford.com. Clever. Yeah, we, we were really creative when we yeah, came yeah. up with that. And, uh, and so what we like to do is we like to educate, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. there's, there's a whole range of things that we talked about today. And some of them might be confusing, some of them might, might be misunderstood, and some of them might be, you know, you might want more information about yeah. it. But that's why we're here, you know. That's yeah, why we're in sure. the city of Brantford mm -hmm. is to educate and to, to provide a space where, where people can reduce the suffering, you know, whether it be physical suffering, whether it be mental suffering. Um, which is why you know we, we offer the programs that we do that kind of open this up to the community. We talked a little bit about how community is something that we're sometimes lacking mm -hmm. as a society. Mm -hmm. And so providing a space where we can get together with like-minded folks and just talk about health. Have some about big comfy couches at Moksha Yoga Brand. <laughs> so come sip some kombucha, chill on the couch with us. And For sure. Yeah, we promise you'll feel at home. Definitely. Yeah, Matt, you should come by sometime. You I've have been. been. You have been. That was very defensive. That was the fight. Yeah, that was a fight. That was good. That was amazing. You need to come there more often. Yeah. More often. I'll hold them down and take some shots. For sure. No, but yeah. We talked about some of the things that we try to do to reach out to the community. And what we want to do is we want to make yoga as accessible as possible. Possible. You know, uh, we, we kind of chatted about some of the misconceptions that yoga brings up about being a specific body type or a specific gender or whatever. And, and that's what I love about the studio is you, you walk in there and you see everyone there. You know, and see everyone. I love, I love that so much that it's just there's all it's full of smiling faces. Yeah. Um, and we will continue misconceptions when we get back after this break. Educational. This is a combination smoke and carbon monoxide alarm. Thought-provoking. To write the book you really are meant to write, you first have to become the person who's meant to write that book. And fun. Oh, goodbye. This is so advanced. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not successful. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Natasha McKenzie interviews people from around the region about what's happening in your own backyard. In studio, Mondays at 1 p.m. on Rogers TV. I'm Constable Daryl Paquette, Police Coordinator for Waterloo Regional Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers is looking for your information to help identify and arrest the person responsible for this incident. Waterloo Regional Police are requesting the public's assistance in identifying a suspicious male who is reported to be looking into a private residence on Glamis Road in Cambridge around 10.15 p.m. on February 14, 2018. The suspect is described as a white male between 20 to 30 years old and unshaven. He was dressed in a dark winter jacket with a fur-trimmed hood. 
Crime Stoppers will pay cash reward for any information leading to an arrest in this incident or any other serious crime. You won't be asked to identify yourself or testify in court. Leave a tip with Crime Stoppers in one of three convenient ways. The toll-free number of 1-800-222-TIPS, a secure anonymous tip online at waterloocrimestoppers.ca, or by mobile phone at p3tips.com. Welcome back to Think Millennial. I love this. This is so much fun. Uh, my name is Ben. See, this I is Matt. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're joined by <laughs> Marcus and Rachel. Uh, so again, thank you both very much for being thank here. Thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Okay, lock it in. Lock it down, Matt. Lock it down. Do you want me to, do you want me to take over? Yeah, yeah. Hi guys, you know welcome to Think Millennial. My name is Marcus, I'm the new host. Uh, I want to tell you as we close up here that it's been wonderful having Matt and Ben on the, uh, on the show today. Still eight minutes, you can't close yeah. off. No, I do want to share some things that are going at the studio, ways that you guys can get involved if you're interested. Uh, we do a $5 drop-in class. That, mm -hmm. that drop-in class is pretty special because the proceeds from that class go to help a local charity. Um, and so that's a donation-based class that we do every Friday night at 6 p.m. This, this month specifically, we're donating all the proceeds to SKIP, which is uh, Senior and Kid Intergenerational Programming, which is super dear, dear to my heart. We, we connect individuals, or they connect individuals, I should say, um, who, are, who are young people in high school, who are building relationships with individuals who are in seniors' home or retirement homes, and that needs some funding. So we're raising some funds for, for, that, for that great awesome. cause. Yeah, just mm -hmm. getting people connected with one another, mm -hmm. which is, you know, what we do as a studio. We also offer a free weekly mindfulness uh, class, Sundays at 5 p.m. Mm -hmm. It's free, open to the community. There's no expectations. Mm -hmm. You don't need to bring anything. Mm -hmm. And um, and that's something that we've been doing for the last two and a half years, and it's been really beneficial. Mm -hmm. A lot of the work that I do outside of Moksha is with addictions and mental health centers, um, working with individuals struggling with PTSD yeah. and depression and anxiety. This is a class that's very open to the general public. Anyone who's looking to understand mindfulness and meditation more deeply mm -hmm. is a great opportunity for them. We're also doing yoga in the park. We're doing yeah. it at Earl Hag as we launch the community garden there on yeah. June 3rd. Yeah. Yeah. Be a lot of so fun. exciting. Yeah, looking yeah. forward to Can't that. And, and what time does that start? 8.30? So the, uh, the garden opening day on Sunday, June 3rd, it's going to start at 8 a.m., I believe. 8 a.m. with a yoga class. Yeah, with a yoga class. Yeah, bring a yoga mat, yeah. bring your kids. It's family friendly. It's open to the whole community. Yeah. So we're going to be doing that. And if you don't have a yoga mat, you can do it on a towel. Do it on you, a or towel. you can do, do it, it on the grass. Yeah, yeah, you could just. Uh, last year, I did yoga in my work boots yeah. and shorts. That was sure a, that was a fun that. time. Actually, yeah. doing yoga on the grass is a great way to get microbes from the environment on your body and in your body. I was wondering how to do that. Yeah, there you go. Just <laughs> lick the, just eat them like the grass bed. Matt, you'll be good to go. <laughs> uh, but that's gonna be that's gonna be a lot of fun. And then you're gonna be doing every. Uh, starting June 21st. 21st. We're having a launch party. Yeah. We're going to be doing uh, a millennial, I think, uh, millennial network event. Yeah. And uh, it's going to start off with a yoga class. And that yoga class that we're doing from 7 till 8 p.m. on June 21st, that's happening every Thursday all the way till September 20th. Yeah. So all summer long, you've got uh, a dono donation based class to, to join us at. Mm -hmm. And the donations for mm -hmm. those classes, you'll find out every week. It's going to be a new organization every week that the teacher who's teaching that class gets to decide yeah. who they'd like to donate the proceeds to so we're really excited cool. about that too it's another way to to treat yourself but also treat the community right. and giving back nice and that's that's so cool I love just how 
involved the studio is with the community. Super connected. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. try to do a lot. There's been a lot. Of, it's it's been such an amazing platform to be able mm -hmm. to reach out to the community and make a difference. Yeah. We've been able to donate tens of thousands of dollars since yeah. we opened, based on you know the amazing the amazing participation of, of all the people who get involved yeah. with you know the, these events that we talked about. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's one of your pillars, is it not? Yeah. It is. It's being connected into the community. Yeah. So a huge huge initiative goes into the work that we do in the community because it's something we really believe in. We and just came out of, sorry to no, interrupt, okay. we just came out of Grow Your Yoga, which was um, a campaign to literally save acres of um, rainforest. Mm. Yeah, and it was not just our studio, it was all the Moksha studios in Canada and the States and abroad across the world. So um, I love it. Yeah, it's really exciting. I feel really blessed to be able to be part mm. of that. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, and I mean, now we got to jump over because we're yeah. we're slowly running out of okay. show. This is going by so it's so fast, fast, right? It's it's just yeah. <laughs> yeah, just we'll just yeah, keep, yeah, it yeah, keep it going. <laughs> um, Rachel, how can uh, the viewers get in touch with you? A great question. Um, can come to Mokshiga Brantford. I'm there quite often. Mm -hmm. Can chat with me one on one, or you can look at www. And I was told I don't need to say the www. <laughs> I know. Um, Gutsyandglowing.com. Yeah. And I'm at Facebook at Gutsyandglowing on Instagram at Gutsyandglowing, and or you can just reach out to me at Rachel Sanko on Facebook. Awesome. Any of those platforms would love to connect and. Um, meet with you one-on-one -on -one or even do an in-home workshop and just really believe in the power of nourishing your inner terrain which is your your gut mm -hmm. very cool. I mean thank you very much both of you for for being here today this has been very like just learning about wellness and how to mm -hmm. take care of your body kind of on like another level and to see how you guys operate and how you guys talk about it and just the passion when both of you kind of you kind of both light up when you're talking about yeah. it so it's, it's cool <laughs> to see that um, so I like definitely I encourage everybody that's watching if you I mean it's it's important for everybody to learn it more about that um, so I encourage everybody to reach out to both Marcus and Rachel uh, yeah. to learn more and if I could just reiterate once more it's a journey you pick up little pieces of information and mm -hmm. implement them slowly um, lasting change doesn't happen overnight mm -hmm. yeah that's the thing as a, as a community you learn the, you're often surprised by the little tidbits that you pick yeah. up and you learn along the way yeah. mm -hmm. and that's what we do the workshops that we lead and the classes that we offer are all yeah. about educating ourselves making right. sense the, this crazy world that we live in because mm -hmm. there's a lot to understand about ourselves yeah yeah for sure and um, we got about two minutes left um, Rachel so did you want to touch on you've got a retreat coming up absolutely yes so on May 24th to 27th um, a yoga retreat in Grand Bend at the Oakwood Resort and Spa it's uh, just a short little weekend getaway but offering a lot of what Marcus spoke to and what I spoke to today um, just breaking down yoga and mindfulness in a really practical, accessible, and no pun intended, digestible way. <laughs> um, we do fermentation, we do, we make mandalas, we do yoga on the beach in the morning, we eat great food, and you find community. And it's particularly wonderful for people who just need to step out of the routine that they're in right now for a short time to gain perspective, to maybe feel and try yoga for the first time right. um, and make some new friends. Right. And so how could somebody Gutsy find... Gutsyandglowing.com. Gotcha, cool. Yeah, it's under events, under gutsyandglowing.com. Yeah. Awesome. And we've got a minute left. So, Marcus, was there anything that you wanted to, to say that we may not have gotten the chance to get to yet? Yeah. One of the things that we're doing as a studio and that we've been doing since we opened is we offer this free uh, mindfulness class. It's been really, really powerful for the individuals who are participants. One thing I'd really like to do as a studio is make that even more accessible. Mm 
So what we're doing on May uh, 11th is offering a workshop that's a $30 workshop. You're literally buying the seat that mm -hmm. you're going to be sitting on at that workshop to make the mindfulness classes that we, we offer more accessible. We want to offer chairs, yeah. you know, so people aren't sitting on the ground. And then people can sit in a seat. And you can find out details for that uh, on the Facebook page. Awesome. Then there's an opportunity to, to just donate to that free program if that's something that you're interested in doing. Perfect. And uh, all that can awesome. be found on the Facebook Thank you page. both very much for being here today. I'm getting, I'm getting yelled at in my ear. Go, 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 go. <laughs> Have a great week, and we'll see you, we'll see you next week. Stay classy. Bradford. Rogers TV viewer response line, email us or connect with us on social media.